Hey, hey, welcome to the Bodies Built Better podcast. This is a bite-sized episode and that means it's short, sharp and shiny. I'm going to deliver some information, some opinions, but mostly I'm going to ask you the question. I want you to walk away with it and really delve deep into what you think about this. Keep an open mind and take some action in any which way that feels positive to you. That's what this is about. It's about positive change and how we can impact you today. So this bite-sized episode is all about emotional release and the emotions that we store in our body. Now, if you want to dive deeper into this one, check out episode 84 with Krista Jane Smith. She talks about all of the studies that show why emotional freedom technique or tapping is so beneficial in helping with releasing emotional trauma and how much that can help you in life. So check that one out. But for today, I want to bring one thing to you around stored emotions and managing them in this moment. So so I want to bring it to the animal kingdom for a moment. Yes, we're talking about animals because they do so much things that are better <laughs> than how we do them. They're so sophisticated. So we're going to learn from animals today. What do they do when they are in shock or when they are in fear and in flight or fight? Well, firstly, they run. But after the event, what you'll do, and I don't know if there are pet owners out there, especially dog owners, if you've ever seen your dog um, get a bit of a fright and then shake afterwards and then they're good to go. And it's like nothing ever happened. <laughs> so animals deal with fear or a scare, their flight or fight response by shaking. And I'm not sure if all of them do it that way, but um, a lot of them do. And so My point to you is how can you use, not necessarily shaking, but movement to move your emotions? Now, I know a lot of you will say, well, I go to the gym every day and I run every day and that's my stress relief, which is awesome. But I want you to think about the intention behind the movement that you're doing. So when you go into the gym or you go into a a Pilates class or whatever it is, you're not moving to necessarily release emotions. You're moving to get stronger, um, to improve your mobility, to get fitter, which are all obviously very relevant and important reasons to move, not taking anything away from that. But when we move with the intention of releasing emotions, it's different, I believe anyway. And the thing about our emotions is that if we're not able to regulate, then something that isn't as, mm, could we say, stressful or scary or, or normally wouldn't produce such a high sympathetic response, and that can look like um, increased heart rate, increased breathing, you could be shaking, these sorts of things. So if you bring it back to cavemen days, those sorts of reactions would come from a life-threatening situation, whereas now that's a bit different. We don't have to run away from tigers and lions and bears. 
But if we're getting a sympathetic response, so all the things I spoke about from an email that comes up and we're not sure how to respond to this specific personal situation or you're walking down the mall and someone's or a little child's balloon has popped and that scares you and it takes a little bit longer to overcome that response. If that is the case, then we know that there's something that needs to be released. And yes, once again, disclaimer, I'm not saying shake or dance and everything will be jolly good. If you need to see someone, then please go see someone and get the support you need. But what I want to bring across to you is the fact that movement with the intention of releasing those stored emotions, so dancing, shaking, jumping or tapping the body is a really great way to manage emotions. So my one question to you in regards to moving for your emotions is how do you choose today to move and reflect on how you're feeling, how you want to feel, and just know that it doesn't have to be an hour of movement. It could literally be I want to release some tension. I'm feeling uh, I've just got off a call and I'm a bit agitated. So I'm just going to get up and jump around and shake my hands for one minute. And that's it. Now, I'm not saying that's going to cure everything. It's going to solve all your problems. But what I'm saying is when we use this practice to apply to our lives every day in a way so we know or have a management system, a way to decompress, it's a beautiful way to keep our emotions and health in check, right? All of this is about the things that we can do to improve our health, our well-being, our enjoyment of getting through this thing we call life. How do you choose to move and manage your emotions? That is your bite-sized episode today, and I would love to hear from you. Do you recognize or are you aware of the emotions that you hold up inside of you? Do you have a healthy way of releasing those emotions, or is this something where you kind of just keep on going with your days because facing up to them seems a little scary and you don't actually know what will happen, which I've been there so many times where I do not want to go there because I'm afraid of what's going to let loose. But these practices are really important and it's okay to cry and release these emotions in any way which feels right, relevant, needed. And it might not actually, it will not feel good in the moment. But the point is how you feel afterwards and the impact that that can have on your life and those around you as well. So thank you for tuning in to this bite-sized episode today. I'd love to hear from you. Have an awesome week. Stay awesome. And I'll chat to you soon.